Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freak of nature to me. Yeah, can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? Good afternoon. Welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us. I uh, hope you're having a great Wednesday afternoon. We are having a great one here at the radio station. It is week number two. We've got a game under our belt, uh, an eight-man g- game up in Duncan last Friday night. We'll recap that one. Um, we actually – I think a new thing I'm going to start doing for the show – is there were the, the final score is 48-30, Fort Thomas over Duncan. That's a lot of touchdowns. We wrapped all the touchdown calls up into one highlight, and so it'll be like a sped-up version of, you know, all the touchdowns in three minutes type deal. We'll have that to play later today. We'll recap that. Um, that game will preview our game of the week this week, which is going to be Salarita at Thatcher. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the other games, Safford to Blue Ridge, uh, Max Preps has come out with their preseason rankings, which mean absolutely nothing, but it gives us something to talk about today. They are not used. A lot of people think that those Max Preps rankings are used in the AIA rankings. The rankings are not. The algorithm is. So we'll uh, we'll talk about all of that. So let's get into the eight-man. So last week, eight-man football was the only thing that played in Arizona. They Everybody... Else, start, 2A, 3A starts this week. 4A through 6A start next week. So this week it's only 2A, 3A games. Uh, but scores from last week in eight-man football. Fredonia at, at Phoenix Day School for the Deaf was canceled. Williams beat C- Cicero Prep 58-6. Desert Heights Prep Academy beat Superior 42-26. As we mentioned, Fort Thomas beat Duncan 48-30. And Hayden defeated Salome 32-12. Anthem Prep beat Joseph City 56-52 in a high-scoring game. Mojave accelerated over Baghdad 60-42. Mugion beat Tempe Prep 68-6. And Valley Union defeated Ray 28-8 in eight-man football games last Friday night. And I was – every media member that covers high school sports went to an eight-man eight game last Friday night. That is huge for the eight-man game. They just don't get – a ton of coverage during the regular season because especially in the Valley, they cover all the big schools and the small schools just don't get any coverage. So I was glad to see everybody. I think every, every eight man game had a member of the Arizona uh, high school sports media at it. So I, I like the staggered start. The, the one thing that everybody's struggling with though, is when is week one now? Because that's how in sports media we refer to where the season's at. Well, for eight-man, week one was last week. For 2A, 3A, week one is this week. And for 4A through 6A, week one is next week. So that is, you know, a, something that, we, uh, that we've been talking about around the sports media. As I mentioned earlier, 48-30, uh, to 30, Fort Thomas over Duncan. I was impressed with both squads. Duncan was coming off of quarantine. Uh, they didn't even have all their kids back yet. Uh, only 25 on the roster, I think, for the game on Friday night. 
and they competed. They didn't get a scrimmage this year uh, because they were quarantined. So this was the first time they'd seen another jersey. And you really can't figure out where you're at until that happens. Because in, in practice, you can simulate it all you want in practice, but the other side knows exactly what you're going to do. It's all called out on a card. So offense knows what defense de- do is doing. Defense knows what offense is doing. You know how that guy blocks, how that guy tackles. So you have to go against another team that's not doing the script like you do in practice. So it was it was good to see that. Fort Thomas, I was I was a little bit surprised with Fort Thomas's offensive prowess. We'll use that word. Um, Tyler Black can throw the football. He threw for 200 yards, ran for 200 yards, scored five total touchdowns, as you're going to hear here in a minute in the highlight reel. And Diego Montoya, the quarterback, Ben Harris for um, Diego Montoya and Ben Harris, uh, Ortega for Duncan. They've all got some players. Um, Carmelo Robertson for Fort Thomas. There's some guys. I mean, they're going to make they're going to make some noise this year. Both those teams are going to be pretty good this year. So uh, I guess without further ado, we're going to go right into this is a this is the entire game sped up to three minutes. Uh, it's a new feature we're going to try to do on on the show on Wednesdays. Every touchdown from the previous game into a highlight reel. Check it out. Two receivers to the near side, one to the top. Black's in the shotgun with Robertson flanked to his right. He'll send a man in motion across the formation, hand it off straight up the middle, wide open, and off to the races. See you, goodbye. He gone, first play of the game. A 69-yard touchdown run for Carmelo Robertson. First down and 15 now for Duncan. Back to pass, Montoya rolls to his left, has plenty of time, steps into it, lets it go deep, wide open at the 15, caught by Ortega, touchdown Wildcats. So Black in the shotgun, there's Robertson back into the lineup, he's in the slot to the top of the formation. Black back to pass, straight drop, looks downfield, looks to throw, he's got a man wide open, it's Beavers, he runs underneath it at midfield, he's got to the races, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Apaches. First and 10 at the Fort Thomas 40-yard line. Four wide receivers. Montoya sends Ortega in motion, and he's going to give it on the reverse to Harris. Harris runs left side, gets a great block down the field, still on his feet, inside the 15. He's going to score. Touchdown, Wildcats. What a run by Ben Harris. A 40-yard touchdown run, and the Wildcats are two points away from tying it up. Black in the shotgun, takes the snap, he's going to keep it himself, goes left, stiff arms the defender, still on his feet near the goal line, and he is in. Touchdown, Apaches. Takes the handoff, rolls right, throws deep, he's got a man in the end zone, and it is caught for the touchdown. Bigler on the jump ball, goes up and gets it. An 18-yard touchdown pass from Montoya to Bigler, and Duncan not going away. Fourth down and goal for Duncan at the 10-yard line. One receiver to the right, Montoya in the shotgun, Ortega behind him. Back to pass, straight drop. Here comes the pressure, lets it go, and it's caught for a touchdown. Ben Harris, as Montoya is leveled by Hinton, but it doesn't matter. Harris catches it and takes it into the end zone and gives Duncan their first lead of the night with 9.45 to play here in the third quarter. Black in the shotgun, takes the snap, keeps it himself, calls his own number, and he is in for the touchdown. A one-yard touchdown run for Tyler Black regains the lead for the Fort Thomas Apaches. 
Hand it to Robertson going straight ahead. Room to run. Tries to get to the edge. Bounces off a tackler at the 30. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5. Still on his feet. Breaks another tackle, and he's in. Touchdown, Apaches. What a run from Carmelo Robertson. Black with the carry. Gets around the left side. Gets a block from Rambler, and he is into the end zone. He's just going to call his own number. I think he does. Takes the snap, and he's in right side. Touchdown, Wildcats. Black sends Hinton in motion. Looks right. Now Black rolls to the near side. He breaks one tackle. Gets a block down the sidelines. He's got a first down. Still on his feet. He's going to score. Tyler Black. What do you think about that? That was three minutes of every score in the game on Friday night at Duncan High School. Uh, I think I'm going to try to do that every week. I mean, obviously, it's going to take some time to do. That's not something that just happens overnight, but uh, I was impressed with those two teams, and they're in action again this week. Let's take a look at the 1A schedule. This weekend, Mountainside is at El Capitan. Desert Heights Prep Academy at Anthem Prep. Tempe Prep is at Baghdad. Joe City and Sibiqui has been canceled. Fort Thomas is at Lincoln Prep. Hayden will be at Mugion, Mayor at Salome, Ray at San Manuel, Sibiqui instead will go to St. David, it looks like, Duncan at Superior, Mojave Accelerated is at is against Valley Union, and Alamo, Nevada will take on Williams in eight-man action this week. Let's t- jump over 2A, 2A, 3A, opening week. Uh, they all got scrimmages last week. I talked to the coaches about how their scrimmages went last week, and and z- there is no coach that's going to tell you, man, we were brilliant in the scrimmage, we're perfect, we're ready to go for the season. There's not a coach that will say that, and none of the coaches I asked said that. Uh, across the board, I talked to Pima, I talked to Thatcher, I talked to Safford, I talked to Marinci. Uh, their biggest, their their thing was, hey, nobody got hurt, and that's huge. Because every single per, every single team in the Gila Valley this year is an injury away from not being as good as they want to be. It, it, there's just the there's just that's just where we're at right now in the Gila Valley. Participation levels, um, they're just they're just not. I mean, young kids will have to step up. A lot of coaches tell me their young kids are are there's going to be some pretty good players in that freshman and sophomore classes across the Gila Valley. Uh, must have been something in the water 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Um, but they, uh, they're, they're just, they don't want to get injured early. And so, uh, you know, I asked uh, Coach Jim Hughes. They scrimmaged Marinci. I actually had Coach Garcia from Marinci on at halftime up in Duncan. He said, hey, we didn't get hurt. That's the best thing. They scrimmaged Pima. And he said, hey, we didn't do anything fancy. It was good to see another, another team across the line from us. Um, Jim Hughes said – positive was no injuries on either team and he said pretty vanilla we set the game of football back a little bit but nobody got hurt that's exactly and that that's exactly how they look at it uh they just um Safford scrimmage snowflake and Bob Park uh new head coach at Safford uh tells me I gotta find um Bob Park's uh, text back to me but uh, he said that we've got to make some adjustments I uh, thought we were doing some good things, made some mistakes on the blocking assignments, a few many, too many penalties, but that's why we scrimmage. Uh, our defense did well until we got tired. We need to get in better shape, and I think we'll be okay. Honest assessments of their teams uh, early on 
in the season. And they they jump right into it this week. We'll start with a 2A schedule, a full schedule. Window Rock at Alchese has been canceled. Pinon at Chinle has been canceled. Tuba City at Gray Hills has been canceled. Highland Prep at Antelope. Glendale Prep will be at Arete Prep. Push Ridge will be at Benson. That's going to be a heck of a ball game. Benson is the preseason number one. Uh, Push Ridge, as we've seen the last couple of years, is no pushover. They're in the top ten. They were in the top five last year in 3A, so that should be a good game down in Benson. Catalina is at Bisbee, Valley Lutheran at Camp Verde. Holbrook will play Ganado. St. John Paul II will take on Kingman Academy. San Pasqual will take on Madison Highland. Pima is at Miami. Uh, Pima was originally scheduled to open the season at San Carlos, but San Carlos is on pause uh, due to COVID, so they will not be playing the first couple of weeks at least. So Miami needed a game as well, so Pima will now go to Miami, and that's a big one. Miami's big and athletic. Brandon Powell over there has them um, playing really well. That'll be a good two-way matchup right away. Marinci will host Sequoia Pathway, and Coach Garcia says they're athletic, they're fast, they like to spread the football out, and we'll see if we can defend. But don't let Coach Garcia fool you. They're fast at Marinci, too. I watched him play this summer in 7-on-7, seven seven, and by far the fastest team of the locals. Uh, North Point Prep is at NFL yet. That'll be the first game um, for NFL yet underneath their new coach, and I just lost his name. He was at Superior the last couple of years. Trivium Prep is at Paradise Honors. Gilbert Christian will be at Parker. Many farms at Rock Point is canceled. As I mentioned, Pima and San Carlos were canceled. Santa Cruz at Santan Charter. That's going to be a good game, too. Santa Cruz, the defending nas- the national. Santa Cruz, the defending 2A champions. Uh, they lost uh, a ton of their players and their head coach. Richard Davis went back to uh, his hometown to be the offensive coordinator there. Uh, Santan Charter will, be, will have more players week six after all the transfers are eligible. It'll be an interesting game. To see, I'm I'm ex- I'm just want to see how that game turns out. Tombstone is at Santa Rita. Sholo will take on St. John's Heritage Academy of Levine. Will take on Tanka Verde at Cienega High School. Tanka Verde's new field is not ready yet, so they won't play at home for a couple of weeks. Uh, Chandler Prep will take on Tonopah Valley. Scottsdale Prep at Veritas Prep and Globe will take on Wilcox. Those are two A games happening this week. The three A games on the schedule. This week, uh, Odyssey Institute at ALA Gilbert North. Then Sabino at Arizona College Prep. That is going to be a good game as well. Those teams will be in the top five around the 3A. Looks like Fountain Hills at ALA Ironwood. Push Ridge at Benson, as we talked about. Safford is at Blue Ridge. Uh, Coronado at Coolidge. Kingman at Cortez. Mojave at Florence. Holbrook at Ganado. We mentioned that earlier. Winslow will be at Monument Valley. Kanab, Utah will take on Page. Trivium Prep will take on Paradise Honors. Chino Valley is at Payson. Round Valley will be at Phoenix Christian. Eastmark will take on River Valley. That's a that's a trip for Eastmark. That is at the Anderson Auto Group Fieldhouse. I'd still, I want to make a trip up to River Valley one of these days and see a game inside that fieldhouse. Yuma Catholic will be in Vegas to take on Slam Academy. Yuma Catholic, in my opinion, Yuma Catholic and Valley Christian are probably my top two preseason teams in the 3A. Solo at St. John's. We mentioned Sarita at Thatcher. We'll have that game for you at 7 o'clock Friday night here on KATO, as well as GilaValleyCentral.net. Uh, Montezuma Creek will take on Tuba City. Snowflake at Valley Christian, which are my other two teams. Or Snowflake is one of my other teams. They're defending 3A champions. They will take on Valley Christian, who uh, scrimmaged Wilcox and Round Valley. I talked to all the coaches involved in that one. They said Valley Christian is loaded this year. And Dysart will be at... 
Wickenburg. Wicka, wicka, Wickenburg. That is the 2A and 3A slate. All the games in the state of Arizona this week are 2A and 3A games. So, wow, that was loud. I should probably turn that down before I hit that button. Uh, We'll take our first break here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll look at those rankings that Max Preps put out. We'll also talk about EAC Volleyball. And if we have time, we'll jump into this new alliance that the Pac-12 has joined. We'll be back coming up after this break. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today on Wednesday, August 25th. Week one for 2A, 3A football. Week two for 1A football. And 4A through 6A get started next week in the state of Arizona. Uh, Max Preps, who is kind of the official nationwide source for high school rosters and stats and uh, schedules and stuff like that, uh, put out their rankings. These were last updated 824, which was yesterday. So this is what they, this is their preseason 2A ranking. Uh, the defending state champs usually get the number one overall ranking, and they do. It's Santa Cruz. Uh, Benson, number two. Arizona Lutheran Academy, number three. Parker is number four. St. John's is fifth. Marinci six, sits sixth. Gilbert Christian, or excuse me, Scottsdale Christian, seventh. Gilbert Christian, eighth. Veritas Prep, ninth. And Chandler Prep, tenth. They've got Wilcox and Pima, 11 and 12 in the 2A. I think all the teams that are in the top 12 will be in the top 12 at the end of the season. I don't think it's going to be in that order uh, necessarily. The strength of schedule for Eloy Santa Cruz is by far the top. That's how they've got it sorted right now since there's no rankings. Um, So it's going to be – it's going to be a good year. I mean, it's – there is still going to be some interruptions. You you just kind of have to roll with the punches with that, but – it's you know football's going to be back and we're going to see some great some teams that haven't played in a couple of years like Sarita we'll talk about that here in a second but um we'll see uh 3A rankings coming in from Max Preps updated yesterday Yuma Catholic number 1 Push Ridge number 2 Snowflake number 3 ALA Gilbert number 4 Round Valley number 5 Sabino number 6 Thatcher 7th Valley Christian 8th, Wickenburg 9th, and Blue Ridge 10th. Safford sits number 14 on the preseason rankings from Max Preps. And these are all just talking points because obviously these are going to change after Friday night when the games actually take place. Uh, Speaking of games taking place, we'll be at Eastern Arizona College as the Thatcher Eagles will open their season at home against the Sarita Mustangs. And... I was doing research on the in the football archives, and I posted on social media that this would be the first ever meeting between the two. And then uh, Kenny Smith told me, no, no, we played those guys when I was in high school. So I went back and looked, and sure enough, Thatcher has played Sorita twice in football, 1972 and 1973. Uh, Thatcher has not ever scored against Sorita. Sorita won in 72, 6 to nothing, and in 1973 they won 19 to So... Um, Thatcher looking for their first ever points against Sarita, uh, and and a bit of an unknown. And the reason is they didn't play, they didn't play much last year. I think they got three games in last year. Sarita did before their season was completely canceled. Since then, they've got a new head coach, and they've not played any games. So nobody knows much about the Sarita Mustangs. They used to run the football, and now Jacob Price has taken over. 
and uh, nobody knows. They're they're an unknown. They're kind of in a part of Arizona where there's not media, great media coverage every day, so you don't see a lot coming out of camp over there, so you don't know exactly what they're doing. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Thatcher has no clue what what Sarita does. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I'm sure Thatcher will be able to adjust. You, you're going to be ready for just about everything. But I'm intrigued to see if the passing game from Thatcher is going to be as legitimate as I think it will be in a regular season game. Wyatt Larson can, can throw the football. He's got a couple of guys who can go get it. Uh, Brandon Napier can go up and get it. Um, he's one of them. Uh, Shoop is the other one on the other side. And they've got a huge offensive line. Looking at the looking at the roster, they've got four 300-pounders 300 plus on the offensive line. Uh, so that should be able to open up some holes for a running game. If you can get the running game going, the passing game will be that much better. You cannot pass to open up the run, in my opinion. You have to run to open up the pass. Did I say that right? Yes. You have to have a running game to be able to pass the football. And Larson at 6'4", 220, can do that. Um, he showed it in the scrimmage against Globe and Benson. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if they can do it against Sarita. That's going to be the difference from Thatcher being a good team to a great team this year. You get to the the playoffs, and you can't you just can't be as one at the three A level, and you've got to have a little wrinkle. You can't be as one dimensional because by that time in the season, coaches have enough film on you and can can change things up and give you a different look that you haven't seen all year. So. Um, that's just my bold prediction. Thatcher's going to have to throw the football a little bit more this year, I think, uh, to to be at the level they want to be come the end of the year. Um, so we'll see if that happens Friday night. I'm excited to get back uh, in the booth at Eastern Arizona College. been a while and call a football game. That'll be here at 7 o'clock, Open Loop Energy pregame show at 645. Uh, you can hear it here on the radio. You can hear it anywhere on any device that has service, either cell service or uh, I mean, data service or internet, uh, you go to GilaValleyCentral.net, sports broadcast, and there we are. Uh, and there's also a live scoreboard underneath there on Gila Valley Central that'll be able to uh, give you all the information of other games going on as well. We'll take our final break here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll look at the EAC volleyball schedule as they're in action. They have been in action and where they're coming up. And that's, uh, we might have time to get into this Pac-12 announcement. We'll be up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Got a couple more minutes. Uh, catch you up to date. Uh, the first sport to start over at Eastern Arizona College is women's volleyball. They were in uh, Roswell, New Mexico last weekend at the New Mexico Military kickoff or start season opening tournament. Uh, they lost to number 13, Navarro, 25-23, 28-26, and 25-16. Pretty competitive matches. And then they lost to number 9, Tyler Junior College out of Texas, 25-19. Uh, they won the first one, 25-19, then lost 25-18, 25-19, uh, won the fourth, 25-19, and lost 15-6 in the fifth. Pretty competitive against number nine in the country. Uh, then they played Vernon College and won 25-11, 25-11, 28-26, and 25-18 in the fourth. And they finished up playing New Mexico Military Institute and fell 23-25, They won 25-23, 25-19, lost 15-10. In the fifth, I would say that's a very competitive tournament for Eastern Arizona College. You beat Vernon College and you lose to three, two ranked teams and a very good New Mexico military team 
two and five sets, one and three sets, but they were one in extras of 28-26. So I think that's a good sign for Eastern Arizona College Volleyball this year. They are on the road again this weekend, uh, the 26th through the 28th, starting tomorrow in Yuma. They will take on Indian Hills Community College, College of Southern Nevada, and Lee College, who is ranked number 19 in the country. So they have another big tournament for them this weekend. Uh, we didn't quite get to the Pac-12 announcement. They announced the alliance with 41 other schools. The ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 uh, have announced an alliance with each other, scheduling, uh, playing games. It's gonna be. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. So I don't know. We're just about out of time, though, here on overtime hope you have a great day we will be back on the air friday night from eastern arizona college thatcher and sarita have a great day thanks for joining us goodbye 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 signing off come to bed now okay